When was the last time that you felt truly seen? Where you felt loved and valued and safe to be you, vulnerable even. There's something deeply reassuring and perhaps healing in that space. While life might be chaotic, you feel somehow encouraged that everything's going to be okay. Welcome to the Serve Love Lift podcast. I'm Tiffany Garvin. Years ago on a quiet beach in Hawaii, I felt the weight of the pain and struggles we all face in this world and how much we need each other. Soon after, this movement was born to serve, love, and lift. I believe that we are meant to serve the world with our unique gifts, love ourselves and others, and lift each other up to live with joy. This podcast is here to help you heal your heart and your life and empower you on your path to becoming the best version of yourself. I invite you to listen carefully and jot down notes that come to mind, whether they come from me or from your own heart. Then, share this episode with three people who you feel could use it today. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get going. If you listened to the previous episode with Zach Thompson, you know that he worked on the movie Avatar. There's something special about that movie I want to highlight. If you've seen it, you're familiar with the greeting they use of, I see you. As with many of us, that stuck with me as a beautiful concept of truly seeing someone, seeing their heart, their soul, their goodness, and even their weaknesses, but with compassion and love instead of judgment. I believe this is a bit of an untapped superpower that we're all capable of and could harness for remarkable good. When was the last time that you felt truly seen? Where you felt loved and valued and safe to be you, vulnerable even? There's something deeply reassuring and perhaps healing in that space. While life might be chaotic, you feel somehow encouraged that everything's going to be okay, that you'll be able to resolve your challenges and find peace or joy again. What if we could experience this more often? What if we could get really good at providing this kind of space for others? I think there'd be less contention and more cooperation. There would be less comparing and more celebrating. I think we'd experience less stress and more strength. There could be less anxiety and more excitement. I believe this is possible, but I also believe it will take a new understanding. As I began my home stretch of healing from 18 years of chronic illness, I discovered some surprising factors that had contributed to my condition. I found that the root causes of my illnesses were more about compounded emotional wounds than physical or chemical imbalances. The roots were a variety and varying intensities of trauma. Don't get me wrong, 
I had a pretty idyllic childhood. Loving parents, brothers and sisters that got along well enough, and a foundation of faith and purpose. But like any child, I had some difficult experiences, discouragement, and felt my share of disappointments while growing up. The key here is that I learned how each of these left a mark and built upon each other to preserve and slowly intensify these invisible wounds, which ultimately were ignited into my personal healing journey through chronic illness. Now, I don't say this to complain or even get sympathy because this journey provided miracles and blessings that now I get to pass on to others and lift them up. I say this to help you understand that even if you haven't experienced a significant trauma, you may still be living with deep traumatic wounds from a lifetime of smaller compounding wounds. I actually call these wounds everyday traumas. You may have experienced moments of alarm or stress that short-circuited you on some level. Have you ever felt startled or angry at getting cut off in traffic? Have you ever heard a crash in another room where your kids were playing? Sheesh, that one does me in. Did you ever see people whisper together and glance in your direction? What about feeling left out of a game or being picked last for a dodgeball team? We dismiss these experiences as everyday life and simply try to move on. The problem is, unless we process the emotions that are triggered in these experiences, they settle in and get cozy. They find some place inside us where they can wait until we're ready to heal them. This is true for the vast majority of the world. When these everyday traumas build up over time and create a vulnerable place in us, they wait for that trigger to explode with a cascade of toxicity moving all through us. This can look like having a bigger reaction than appropriate to a difficult situation. It can show up as anxiety, panic, difficulty sleeping, or food allergies. It can surface as depression, or frequent overwhelm, or self-sabotage. This is how we have a world full of people speaking from their wounds and not their wisdom. You're not crazy. It's trauma. Often our conversations with others are less communicating thoughts and ideas, and more reacting to their reactions. Obviously, this is less productive and can be quite damaging. Compounded everyday trauma can also develop into disease and illness. That's what happened to me. I had all these everyday traumas and a couple bigger ones like being in a car accident when I was a teenager that set the fuse. Then, when I was in a stressful situation and got sick with a virus, the fuse finally reached the explosive and it happened. After a weekend of having a cold, I soon lost my voice. 
A few days later, my back started hurting until it was interfering with my activities and it had to be addressed. It quickly built up steam and additional symptoms and became the full-fledged monster of chronic illness. So that's how my first two decades of everyday trauma compounded and finally surfaced, ready to be healed. How is yours surfacing? Let's take a quick break. One of my favorite examples of helping people recover from trauma is doTERRA International's Healing Hands Foundation. Their purpose is to empower people worldwide to be healthy, safe, and self-reliant. Some of their initiatives are global health, disaster relief, empowering women, and the Hope Foundation that combats human trafficking. You can learn more about doTERRA's Healing Hands Foundation and their world-class products at tiffanygarvin.com wellness. Come join the mission. If you listen to the first episode of this podcast, you'll know that I like to share helpful tools for resolving internal wounds. I'd like to do that again with you in today's episode. This time, I want to go a bit deeper. In episode one, I walked you through the vibrational release technique that focuses our intention on healing emotional wounds. In this episode, I'll walk you through the restore technique. This one focuses our attention on the subconscious space where we hold inherited wounds and imprinted wounds or traumas. Restore reprograms paradigms underneath the surface back to their original perfect design before the wound occurred. This way, our body can function as it should without the short circuit of the trauma. This technique helps heal everyday traumas as well as the big ones. So just in case you're unwittingly hanging on to wounds from something more tragic, this can begin helping you as well. In fact, it's a wonderful complement to whatever therapy you already engage with. The process is just as simple as the vibrational release technique, so don't worry that it's more complicated somehow. One tip is that you focus your intention on one aspect of your trauma as we work. Don't try to resolve the whole thing at once on your own. All the emotions, thoughts, and other wounds, that could be overwhelming and less effective. Traumas are complicated and layered and need to be nurtured back to health. So if I'm feeling drawn to begin healing from that car accident I was in as a teenager, I would first consider it and see what feelings or reactions surface. Since I've worked on it quite a bit already, it's not super sensitive. But if I started to feel something building up too much, I would pause and kind of pull it out of my body and hold it at arm's length. Once I felt safe to address it, I would identify the first piece that is ready to heal. That could be fear 
anger, overwhelm, stress, or tension or something. Right now, I feel sadness for the struggle I went through to heal physically from the accident, for the fear surrounding the experience, for my sweet friend who was driving and what she went through, and even for the drunk driver who hit us. While sadness is a normal and healthy emotion to feel, there is a piece of this sadness that's actually weighing me down and holding me back from progressing. So I need to restore that aspect of my sadness or subconscious program and allow more healing to happen from that trauma. Another very important thing you need to know about healing trauma and everyday trauma is that you don't have to relive it. Really hear me with this. You do not have to relive your trauma in order to heal it. It's in your subconscious and we're working directly in that space. You only need to identify the hints and evidence that surface to give you just enough to focus on to heal. Trust me, the more you rehash the experience, the more ingrained it can become. The only thing you might need to draw from the experience consciously is a lesson it may hold for you. That could be something like compassion, forgiveness, wisdom, or a truth that strengthens you. Let the rest go. Your intention is so powerful in healing your wounds, it only needs the smallest recognition of them to relieve your pain. Next, I can take that weighty part of my sadness around the accident, that subconscious wound that's holding on, think restore, and breathe. I'll probably visualize numbers coming down to help me focus my intention, you know, 10, 9, 8, and so forth. So, want to work through something with me? I'll walk you through the steps. First, identify the issue you want to resolve. Can you remember a difficult experience? Remember, it doesn't have to be a huge tragic event, but it can be. What are you feeling from this experience? Narrow it down to a specific element of the memory, a physical sensation, an emotion, or a negative thought that's lingering. Next, as you focus your intention on the specific wound attached to your trauma, think, restore, and take a deep breath. Let go of all the tension, weight, or sadness, in my case, of this issue. Think, restore again, and breathe. Focus on numbers coming down. If that helps you, it's helping me. <laughs> Think restore one more time and let go of all that's holding you back. If you need to move around to help loosen its grip, go for it. Last, check in to see how far the intensity has come down. 
If you got it down to a zero, great job. If it's still hanging on, don't worry. Repeat the process. Restore and breathe a few more times until it's gone. If it's still hanging on, you may want to use release from episode one to help you. There may be some emotions or beliefs on that vibrational level contributing to the issue as well. Use them both together. Release, restore, and breathe. This will support your healing from two angles. Release, restore, and breathe again. One more time. Release, restore, and take a deep breath. Let the weight fall off your shoulders and out of your heart. Feel the relief, and when you're ready, visit the other elements of your difficult experience. Do a little bit each day to help them fully resolve. Well, I hope you're feeling a little better. I am. I don't feel that sadness anymore. I feel grateful that the car accident wasn't worse. I feel a sense that I was watched over and even protected. I can remember another thing now about the accident. It really was a miracle that my friend and I weren't more injured. Um, Witnesses said that as the speeding truck hit our little car, it actually flipped on top of us and did a pirouette before it flew several feet away and landed on its side. Yeah, I'm (laughs) feeling pretty good about walking away with a few bruises. Now, take time to listen to any thoughts that may come to you to help you feel better. If something does, write it down so that that's the new feeling around the memory. Practice this simple technique whenever you remember a difficult experience or feel wounds surfacing. Use Restore proactively when you know you need to face something difficult. I promise that you'll create more peace and strength in your life as you use these tools. Share this technique with a friend or loved one. Work together to help heal from your wounds, feel hope, and lift each other up. The more we heal from our own wounds, the more capable we become to feel compassion for others who are struggling with theirs, even if it just looks like they're grumpy. Right? Hold a space for them to heal. If we can truly see each other as the beautiful, divine children that we are, with goodness flowing through us, we can use this superpower to do good and experience more peace, joy, and love in our lives and our relationships. You can be a force for good in the world. Heal your everyday traumas and those deeper ones too. Be compassionate and hold a space for those around you to heal as well. Choose in now and spend the next week practicing this new skill to find new relief and greater love for yourself and others. The world needs you to feel free to live up to your potential and serve with your 
beautiful gifts. Thank you for being with me. Remember to share this episode with three people who you feel could use it today. Don't want to wait for next week for new insights and wisdom? Go to www.tiffanygarvin.com slash emotional healing for a free guide to help you begin healing the emotional wounds that are holding you back. Again, the link is tiffanygarvin.com slash emotional healing. It will be in the show notes as well. I believe in you. See you next week.